Hey, I'm Amber. And I'm Becca. And this is Forward Farming. Hey guys! Welcome back to Forward Farming. We are joined by a very special guest today. We're super excited. <laughs> to have Miss Annalise, a.k.a. Mod Farm Chick on Instagram here with us today. Woohoo! And even better, we're all together! Woo! And at a cow show. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Wisconsin. Yeah. <laughs> I have lived in Wisconsin my entire life, and I had no idea what a cow show was, so these girls have been showing me the ropes today, and I'm going to pet a cow later, so... <laughs> <laughs> it's a big day. Big day. <laughs> today is sponsored by Quick Trip. Just kidding, not really. Um, uh, Quick Trip and uh, Fleshman's uh, Vodka. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the OJ and the Sprite. <laughs> so anyways, let's get to our highs and lows. What's your low, Amber? This week has been a doozy. Um, last weekend we got hit with a pretty bad storm, as I'm sure most of you did. Um, we got a lot of hail. We got four inches of rain from Saturday to Monday. And we lost quite a bit of fruit, which is always a bummer, but um, not nearly as bad as our friends down in Iowa. I can't even imagine what those guys are going through. That's just horrible. If you haven't seen the damage that that storm did, please check it out. Um, donate if you can. They need all the help that they can get. So it's been a, kind of a rough week for everyone here in the Midwest, but I think we're going we're gonna to make it through and just keep on keeping on. I saw that over 10 million acres were destroyed. Yeah, like you could see it from Crazy. space, all the flattened corn. It's insane. It's like the grain bins just shredded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's crazy. Annalise, what was your low for the week? Oh my god, let me tell you. <laughs> the children, <laughs> they don't sleep. <laughs> they don't sleep. Lane is going through this phase of mommy lay with me, mommy lay with me, which is cute at first. Oh. But like when it's all night long or every couple of hours, it's not so cute. So been tired this week that was my low but I think we're gonna get through this phase <laughs> um my high is definitely like being here today yes um a mom free day for me or a kid free day <laughs> and I get to meet you guys and we're having screwdrivers and it feels like a good day all is right in the world. <laughs> how about you Becca <laughs> my low if you saw any of my stories the past couple days um I had some issues getting to the show first my trailer decided not to work um that was just a break that was locked up so it was an easy fix at least and then i wish i could play that audio clip that you sent me but i feel like we would get demonetized (laughs) swearing so much (laughs) um and then after i got going my truck started acting up so i made it halfway and had to pull over to a dealership but i made it so that turned into a high pretty quick. <laughs> See, do you want to talk about goals right away? My goal is to make it home in one piece <laughs> in two and a half hours like it's supposed to. I no, not to be like a fitness weirdo, not that I am, but like I've really been slacking on just like mm. drinking water, too. eating a vegetable, trying to like work out, so that's definitely my goal. I think I took one drink of water this whole week. Yeah. And, yeah. For dinner I had... Um, a blender bottle full of greens. Ooh. So that was. I bought some of those. You're pretty while healthy, ago. I've right? Never <laughs> tried them. They taste like garbage. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> yeah. 
Maybe if you mix them with vodka or something. Yeah. <laughs> Be like a Bloody Mary, right? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. A really healthy one. Yeah. See, I don't like Bloody Mary, so now you've intrigued me because that would be like, I could It'd get down healthy. with that morning drink, maybe. <laughs> if you try it, let us know. Um, hmm. I don't have a goal for the week. My goal for the week is to not panic when I pet a cow today. <laughs> I believe in you. <laughs> we'll make sure we get this on Instagram so everyone can see. Enjoy my ugly faces. <laughs> oh, sweet. Well, should we get into the... Let's throw Annalise in the hot seat. Are yeah. you ready? Oh, boy. All right. This is going to be a lot of tough questions. So okay. What's your name? Study. Date of birth? Ah, yeah. Social, Social Security. Security. <laughs> Annalise Wagner, A2288. Um... No, really? your birthday's August coming babies. up. Yeah, yeah, cute. Um, but yeah, no, I'm Annalise, like you said, also known as Modern Day Farm Chick. I dairy farm with my husband and his family in Ettrick. Uh, we milk about 750 cows, Holsteins. Our brand of cows <laughs> is Holsteins, <laughs> the best ones. Those are the Oreo cows, right? That's right. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm getting good at this, identifying those <laughs> things. So, yeah, I farm. Um, I used to farm a lot more, meaning I used to work every day with Tom side by side with the cows. Um, but when we had our twins almost three years ago already, my role kind of turned into mom. Um, so now I'm just kind of part-time on the farm. I take care of the calves, help when needed. And then just chase the twins around. So did you grow up on a farm? Are you used to this lifestyle? Yes, I did. I actually grew up on a 1,500-cow dairy farm in Baldwin, Wisconsin, with my parents and two younger sisters. So from a very young age, out in the farm, out in the barn, um, feeding calves, getting into trouble, all that stuff. And then after graduating high school, I went to UW River Falls, Go Falcons! <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> majored in dairy science, and then I was really active in the dairy club, and that's where I met my husband Tom. Was it love at first sight? No. <laughs> uh, so it's funny. Tom and I like both grew up showing cows and stuff, and Tom. I didn't know this, but had been creeping me at like the state fair and stuff for like several years. And um, then when we got to college, he found out I was going to River Falls and was apparently pretty excited. And then we kind of met at a few parties, and, like, for the first year, I was just like, you're weird, get away from me, I don't know about you. Um, but then, yeah, Dairy Club, ADSA, if anyone's familiar with ADSA, you know that love strikes at ADSA, love and alcohol. Um, and so, yeah, we had a little fling there, and then... The rest was history. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> terrible memories from ADSA. <laughs> the best. The best terrible memories. Yes. So since we're on the subject of Tom, on a scale of 1 oh, to 10, how much does he love being an Instagram oh, husband? Oh, gosh. You know what? I think he'll never admit it, but he's warming up to it. Because, I mean, as you've seen, he has his own Instagram account he now. Does. And he's done a few stories and a few posts. So as grumpy as he is about it, I think... He secretly kind of likes it, and like he follows and creeps other people. Yeah, he does. And I miss two saves with him. I do. No, I wish he would just cooperate. 
<laughs> Maybe we should just get a petition going. Right? Oh, that's a good idea. Tom, take over Tuesdays. Yeah. Tom, if you're listening to this, like, do you want money? How do you want, like, what do you want? What do we have to do? To we'll pay you blazers? Blazers <laughs> and crown. Yeah. <laughs> crown. Yeah. But no, he actually has, don't tell anybody, he kind of has a man crush on Minnesota Millennial Farmer. Like, he likes that podcast off the husk. He it is hilarious. It a bit. Yeah, it is pretty good. Um, so. So are there other podcasts that you like listening to? Um, I mean, so Off the Husk and your guys' podcast are probably probably the two, like, egg ones I listen to. The other ones really aren't egg-related. I don't know if that's good or bad, but I like... I think that's a good thing. Yeah. Crime Junkies. Yep. Um, (laughs) I can't get into crime podcasts. Oh. I listen to it when I'm driving, and I'm just so paranoid. I'm like, oh my god, who's following me? You're the last person that should be listening to these. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh I'll listen to him like when I'm out for a walk and that's always a bad idea because you're like who's going to come and you know what you should do bag? you should make one like a crime junkie one of your hunting stories and then other people can listen to them and be terrified <laughs> we're on to something that'll be our Halloween episode <laughs> <laughs> uh, my favorite murder is another good one too and then I'm a pretty big uh, Bravo Real Housewives fan, so I listen to a, a podcast called Bitch Sesh, and they just, like, break down all of the latest episodes of Housewives, and awesome. I get way more into that than I'd like to admit. I don't think I've ever watched The Real Housewives. I haven't either. There's, like, a lot of them, aren't there? Yeah. And I watch them all. I'd probably like it. I like those dramatic. It's just, yeah. Tom's yeah. like, how can you watch this? I was like, it's just so dumb and makes me feel better about my life. And Those shows like, are the best. Yeah, zone out. So it's like The Bachelor. It's like, why am I watching this? Yeah. But I can't stop watching this. Right? Do you guys follow The Bachelor religiously? Not super no. religiously, no. The new Bachelorette season that's coming out seems pretty juicy. Who me. is the? Um, it was Claire. She was from Juan Pablo season a few years back. So she's like a dick. I didn't like him. Yeah. So she's like 40-some. Oh, wow. And then she just bailed out after two weeks because she got engaged already. And now they're bringing in another girl. What? And, like, Chris Harrison is suddenly gone. It's like... No Chris Harrison? Wait, she got engaged on the show? I don't know. I don't know, like, if she met this guy before her season started. And then... So she wasn't telling the truth. Right. This is going to be honest. the most dramatic season <laughs> of The Bachelorette. <laughs> I'm excited. Huh. Anyways. No, I got into JoJo season because oh, it was Aaron Rodgers' right. little yeah, brother. Me too. So you had to watch that. Yeah, I, I think JoJo is filling in for Chris Harrison. Really? What? Mm-hmm. Interesting. That'll be interesting. Yeah. wonder what happened to Chris. They're saying like he was quarantining for two weeks or something during that time, but mm. I don't know. He got the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, you've got a pretty big social media following. Um, it's all right. Thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule. To be <laughs> yeah. here. What made you like start sharing your story online? Yeah. So I always knew that sharing your story was important. Um, trying to connect with consumers was something all farmers. Um, should do but I followed Derry Carey and I was like we got her we're good I don't need to do this and um, from time to time I would share different blog posts from Derry Carey with my grandparents my mom's grandparents aren't really involved in agriculture they're very far removed from it so I'd share blog posts with them to try to teach them stuff I guess 
And there was one about animal abuse that my grandma really resonated with, and she began like telling me, oh my gosh, Annalise, this is so great, so well written, you did a good job, blah, blah, blah. She thought I wrote it. I was like, oh no, like another dairy farmer wrote it, but it kind of got me thinking like, oh, I could do this, you know, I could blog. So I did, I got on WordPress and set up my blog, and um, initially it was just going to be a way to like communicate with my grandparents, but it kind of blossomed into something more I guess and yeah now I'm here <laughs> now you're yeah. living the dream yeah. <laughs> I really don't blog as much as I'd like to I don't know I feel like in the beginning it was easy I had so many things to say and now I mean I also have kids and life is busier and it's harder and I don't know what else to talk about that I haven't already so it's kind of just I like Instagram a lot like just doing the stories day-to-day -day life when you think of something really Yeah, it takes important. us planning. You can kind of do it on the go. Yeah, yeah. That's definitely our speed. No yeah. planning, just pack and go. Yeah, short okay, and sweet. Okay, unorganized. <laughs> <laughs> so what's kind of the biggest struggle that you found being on Instagram, sharing your whole life on there? Mm, I don't think I, I have too many. I mean, I guess the weirdest part is, like, the DMs you get from randos. Like, you can... I'll be your sugar daddy or like you know what I mean like who are you stop I've had that opportunity uh, yeah. I almost took it <laughs> no I'm flattered but yeah Dan was like I showed him one he's like I was like oh what do you think if I did this he's like well feet pictures only the rest of <laughs> <laughs> feet pictures only yeah. I, I feel like you could make a lot of money doing that there's some weirdos yeah. out there please don't send me a request about yeah. that yeah or well that or just like people will message me looking for work yeah I'm like, I have i like advertised that i'm looking for anybody no like stop I don't or know sometimes i just me. get them that say hi yeah <laughs> and i'm like oh no yeah so yeah. has covid affected any anything at your farm like, um definitely right in the beginning i mean the milk price took a big hit and that was tough um and just super frustrating like i mean you get it becca like we have this huge supply of milk and it was frustrating that like it wasn't able to be distributed properly, uh, but things seem under control now and better. Did you or anyone around you have to dump milk? Um, a lot of our neighbors did. We luckily didn't. I don't know why, if it was because our somatic cell count was better or what the deal was, but yeah, luckily we didn't have to, but I do know several people that did. Just always sucks. I know they got yeah. paid for it, but it still sucks seeing a product right? that you put so much into go down the drain. Yeah, or just knowing like there's people starving like mm -hmm. and here we are just dumping it yeah thankfully i think that's over now and yeah they found homes for all that milk but how many employees do you have at your farm so um it's my husband and i and then his parents are still very involved and then we have i think 11 full-time employees that help us care for our herd every day i don't think people realize how much like work goes into caring for cows you know mm -hmm. like I know some banks and stuff only want you to have so many employees for so many cows and it's like you don't realize how much you gotta milk them you gotta feed yeah. them you gotta take care of the crops and it's a lot mm -hmm. so I guess I never really understood like this is a 24-hour operation like you have people there around the clock right mm -hmm. yeah so we milk three times a day it takes us about seven and a half to eight hours to milk our entire herd and clean up. So by the time we're done, it's start time to start all over again. So we have um, two guys that milk the cows in shifts, or two guys per shift at three shifts. So that's like 
right? Six employees, <laughs> right? <laughs> I two, suck at math. Four, <laughs> um, so yeah, they do that, and then Tom primarily does kind of the herd health stuff. Um, as I mentioned before, I'm in charge of the calves. My father-in-law is in charge of um, nutrition, feeding the cows, as well as like deciding where the manure is going to go and field type stuff. And then my mother-in-law takes care of kind of all the book work. That in itself is a full-time job. <laughs> I know. And not a job I ever want, so I hope she keeps doing it. Yeah, that's the job that my mom has on the marsh, too. And she's like, well, you need to start following me around and, like, looking at what I'm doing. Why? I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to. I had to take an accounting class twice in college because I couldn't figure it out. <laughs> well, it's probably a class I should have taken in college. So we might be doomed in the financial department. Yeah. My mom is done. Hire it out. <laughs> exactly. Support your local community. Right. <laughs> so dealing with the calves all day, every day, do you ever get really attached to any? Mm, for being honest, not so much the calves, because if you've ever fed calves, you have to be a very patient person. So I don't get too attached to calves, but, like, I have my older favorite cows that are, like, just always been nice and let you scratch them and I get attached to those calves like I don't know they don't have personalities yet it's not till they grow up and then I decide do I really like you are we friends let's find out who's your favorite cow so currently still alive my favorite cow is June um her mom was Judy and if anybody has followed me long enough on social media Judy was like this cow that was just Oh, like every time I turn around, there she was, like creeping me. And she, she didn't really like to be pet, petted, um, scratched or anything. But she always was like curious and always just like there and standing there and staring. And it just like cracked me up. So she was my favorite, but she passed away quite a few years ago. But her daughter June is a lot like her. So, so does June have any babies that are kind of the same? Um, she does, but I think. They were all bull calves. I can't remember if she had any heifer calves. She actually... The good ones never do. I know. She actually just gave birth to a dead backwards bull calf that had... Um, I think I shared this on Instagram. She had, it had, like, that big water head. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was weird. It's like, okay, cool. Thanks, 2020. Like, whatever. Expect nothing less. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So how is life with twins? I mean, I always see you and I always have to show my mom and Dan. I was like, look at how cute her kids are. And then I'm just like, she must be so exhausted. Uh, I can't imagine the lifestyle that you I mean, luckily I have nothing else to compare it to. Like, I feel like if I had one kid first and then had twins, I'd be like, good. (laughs) But like, it's just is what it is and you just do it. And yeah, we're tired. (laughs) I don't know. They're crazy. They're busy. Like I said, they don't like to sleep. They just go, go, go all day long. Um, so we drink a lot. <laughs> a coffee. <laughs> yeah. But no, I don't know, it's fun. And they're a cool age now, almost three, and just like learning so many things and like picking up on. Come on, man. You know, there's like a race out here. <laughs> um, they just say funny stuff now. and They're kind of like doing more at the farm or like just figuring out life. So it's kind of fun. What was, like, your first thought when you found out you were having twins? So, like, I was super excited. Um, we had actually... <laughs> I 
know what's better, the race car or Sophia. <laughs> Can you give the race car a popsicle? <laughs> <laughs> the Go away. <laughs> um, no, so like we had been doing fertility treatments, so we knew having so loud. <laughs> we knew having multiples like could be a possibility, and I actually had like to sign a thing from the doctor because I had like three eggs that all could have been fertilized. So she's like, "You, I need you to sign this in case you have triplets to make sure like it's okay that we do this to you." <laughs> I mean, not exactly the doctor's words, but basically. Yeah. So like we knew it could happen, but we really didn't think we'd ever get so lucky. And then yeah, we went in and there was two in there, and it was still like dicey for a while because baby B, which would be little Lane, they didn't like he was growing really small, so like there's a chance the other twin could absorb him. Blah blah blah. But the little bugger pulled through. There's two of them. So that's pretty cool. So do you guys, are you just strictly a dairy farm? Do you have any other critters running around? Nope, dairy farm. Um, we have a dog, that's it. Um, crops wise, we just grow, we just grow alfalfa and um, corn silage for our cows. And we actually use a custom harvester who helps us do all that. So we don't have to that's monkey nice. around with that. We can just focus on the cows. But, do you have plans to expand or kind of just stay the same size? For now, I mean, we do have some long-term plans to maybe expand because we would love to have a new milking parlor. But as many people know, like, if you want to pay for a new milking parlor, you've got to get some more cows. So hopefully maybe one day. But I've always, I've always also wanted to do something, like, different. Like, I don't know, find a, like, a little store or, like, some sort of side thing that brings people in or the community in. Yeah, like a little farm store. Yeah. Some sort of egg tourism thing. Yeah. I think that'd be cool. Yeah. And that's hard too because it takes money to do even though it's great for the community. It's hard to get started. Get started. So what do you guys do for fun not on the farm? Um, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> um, no, I don't know. I guess just like hang out with friends, grill out. That's probably our main mode of fun. Once in a while, we'll go like on a canoe trip. Um, or like we just bought a camper. Ooh. I haven't seen those so, pictures, and I'm like, that's nicer than my house. <laughs> so far, it's so cool. It looks good with all the filters on it. And <laughs> I plan to show everyone like, I mean, I'm renovating that camper, but like I'm half-assing everything. So I'll show you all the nooks and crannies. We're like. It looks terrible, <laughs> but it, I mean it's a camper. Yeah, so that's what I keep like. I liked when you were painting the cabinets and you're like, "Yeah, I didn't take the doors off. I would have done the same thing." <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Looks good from the outside. Exactly, it's all that matters. So that'll be fun for them to go camping when they get a little bit older too. Yeah. I feel like when we were younger, my parents took us tent camping. Mm. on the hottest weekend of the year just to make us hate camping. So you never have to go again. <laughs> so there was one time I remember it was just so freaking hot out. We were in a tent and I was probably like five-ish and um, it was the middle of the night and we had this guy that was set up his tent right next to us and he just like unloaded everything, got his tent set up and then he had a case of beer and he was just slamming them, just like left and right. All by himself. All by himself. Like, I don't know if he just got dumped, if he got fired. I don't know, but he was... <laughs> Screw this, I'm going camping. <laughs> yes. He was definitely in a mood, and my mom was bound to turn, and this is where I get it from. She was like, this guy's going to kill us. He's getting drunk. He's just going to come in and just run <laughs> us all over in the middle of the night. So I woke up at like midnight or something. I was like, mom, I have 
to go to the bathroom. And so we're trying to find our way to, like, the outhouse, and she trips over the stake of this guy's tent. <laughs> and, like, his whole tent is just, like, voo, 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 like, flapping back and forth. Was and she's like, it? yeah. <laughs> I think he, was, he must have been passed out at that point. So I was like, run, run, run. So she's, like, picking me up and, like, carrying me over. And um, we packed up the next morning, and we left. And we did. <laughs> That's so funny. So we never went tent camping again. But I feel like every kid needs that kind of terrible experience yeah. too. We used to go camping all the time as kids. We loved it. We I don't have did. any weird stories for you. No. <laughs> my mom is not the camping type. And my dad, I mean, I don't know, my dad was just too busy farming. Like, I don't know. He's yeah. going to take it, which is probably why Tom isn't excited either. Like, when he wants to take a day off, like, why would he want to go sit in a camper? Like, he's yeah. like, I just want to be in my air-conditioned house on my couch. You put air conditioning in the camper. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be cozy. It's cute. He'll like it. Yeah. So do you have any, like, big vacation plans for the camper? Um, we're hoping, we booked, um, a campsite in Hayward with some friends for the first weekend in September, but, like, it depends, like, will we be making fourth crop? Will we be making corn silage? And I was like, let's just reserve it, because if we don't, like, we won't be doing anything, and then we'll be mad, and... I wonder if the trees will be changing colors that early yet. That'd I don't know. Hey, where it's yeah. nice. So I hope we get to go because we've never like done like a family trip and the kids ever since we got this camper, are, we want to go camping. We want to oh, go camping. Cute. So, so you've got a nice little side hustle. I do have myself a side hustle. Rodan and Fields. If anyone needs some skincare, let me know. <laughs> uh, no, like I, I mentioned before. Uh, when I made that transition from like full-time farmer to part-time farmer, full-time mom, I found myself like feeling like a loser. Like I'm not supporting the household. I feel like I'm doing nothing. Even though Tom's like keeping the little people alive is important. It just like didn't feel that way. And I have been using the Rodan and Fields products and liked them. And so I reached out to my friend and consultant. It was just like, well, I don't know, can I make some money selling this stuff or what? And she's like, yeah. And so I've just kind of added that into my life and social media, and it's kind of fun. I don't know. It's it's cool too that I've met so many more people like from outside of the egg community. So like I've been able to share agriculture and what I know with dairy farming from people that are like city girls, I guess. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of fun to combine those two worlds. I think that's the best part when you can find a hobby outside of egg and like meet people and just. You don't even have to be like preaching to them, but just yeah. little tidbits, and they would never know that. And then they kind of learn. And then if their friend says something false, they can be like, "No, actually, I know a dairy farmer." Like, yeah, I a Rodan and Fields friend always used to buy organic milk because she thought like that's what she had to do. Like, this is the best, the most nutritious. Um, other milk, you know, conventional milk isn't safe. But after I shared some stuff with her, she's like holy balls you've saved me so much money and I was like yeah you're welcome <laughs> yeah, so like that's kind of cool to be able to do that mm-hmm. what's your biggest farming related pet peeve mm. kind of going off like the organic milk thing I know that kind of bothers me a little bit but yeah I guess I would say the the fear mongering or like the labels that make people think a certain brand or a certain way is better than another way and it's just like all food is safe and good for you just I don't know yeah that's probably my biggest I think people just take for granted how many options we have Mm -hmm. in America Mm -hmm. and 
like the standards that our food goes through where other countries would kill for any of our food. Right? Yeah. They're, they're not going to ask like, oh, is this grass-fed, quinoa-fed <laughs> chicken? Like, dude, you're just going to eat the chicken because you're hungry. Yeah. Yeah. We're very lucky to have so many options. Mm-hmm. How was it when you first started working with Tom? Was it an easy transition or did you guys butt heads a lot? Um... I would say maybe butt heads a lot because it was just, you know, my family farmed a certain way for so long, like just like little things that we did Mm -hmm. and his family did them differently and it just like didn't make sense to me or like I had to learn how to drive. My family always had the skid steers with the um, hand, what do you call them? Hand controls. controls. I got to Tom's and they had the feet ones. I was like, I can't do this. (laughs) And, And now like I probably couldn't do it back the other way, but. So it did take some time just to like get used to their ways and um, figure things out. And it also was, I don't know if you've ever experienced this, but like they didn't feel like my cows right away. Like I didn't have my favorites, like their shit smelled different than my cow's (laughs) shit. Like it just, it took some time to get used to. Did you decide pretty early that you would like go to their farm and start working yeah it was probably my last semester in college where we were kind of like yep i'll just i'll go with you and <laughs> you're pretty cool i guess i'll yeah. stick around <laughs> yeah. very cool how long after college did you guys get married then um i don't remember <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think i graduated in december 2010 and we got married in 2013 Okay, so you were working with the family for a few years yeah. before you guys get married. And Tom actually worked He had to make sure that you could, like, <laughs> yeah, handle yeah. working there. <laughs> he actually worked at my family's farm during college. Oh, cool. So it was kind of cool that you got to do both ways. How far, so how far away was River Falls from your family farm? Um, like 15 minutes. Oh, I didn't nice. travel very far when I graduated high school. Gotcha. Yeah. I almost went to River Falls, but it was kind of too far away from mm-hmm. me. Then I heard that everyone went home on the weekends, and I was like, I'm too far away to drive home yeah. on the weekends. <laughs> River Falls is a pretty good, but good school, though. You're just, I mean, I'm sure Platteville is the same. Small, like, everybody knows yeah. everybody. Yeah. It wasn't big and scary. I wouldn't have survived. My sister's going to the U of M. Ooh, I wouldn't have lasted girl. a minute. <laughs> like, get Even, me like, Madison, I was like, yeah. you know, they're so prestigious, but I'm like, I don't think I'd like it there. No. Too many people. Too many intersections, one ways, like, yeesh. Too much money. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So did any of your other sisters stick with the farming? Yeah, so my sister, Michaela, who's three years younger than me, she still farms with my dad at our home farm. So she took that over, and good for her. Her and I, it's, like, good everything worked out the way it did because her and I do not work Mm -hmm. together. So, like, had we both both been able to stay? Oh, it would have been a disaster. Everyone else at the farm would have left because Michaela and I would have been fighting so much. That's good that it worked out then. You didn't have to... Yeah. I know a lot of family farms go through that, that it can mm-hmm. kind of tear you apart. Yeah, definitely. So, and then my youngest sister, like, is still at the U of M, but she's um, kind of going for egg marketing, and she's been working with Alta Genetics and doing oh, cool. some, like, really cool stuff, so... Awesome. She's a little more bougie than Michaela and I. She's, like... <laughs> cool and I don't know <laughs> she knows TikToks I guess I know what TikTok is <laughs> just not our age generation yeah. to make them <laughs> what is your favorite 
social media platform to use? Definitely the gram. I don't know. I, I like. I think it's everyone's favorite. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like pictures. I'm a very visual person, mm-hmm. and at first when the stories came out, I was like, mm, I ain't doing this. But now Psyche. I'm obsessed with the stories. <laughs> I think that was everyone. Yeah. yeah. Where do you see yourself in five years, ten years, whatever? Mm. Five years. The kids will be going to school, <laughs> and I will be living my best life. We <laughs> uh, have a celebration party yeah. on the first day of school. <laughs> Yeah, no, I mean, I hate to rush time, but I am looking forward to, like, a little time to miss them and time to, like, get back at the farm a little more. Um, And, yeah, I guess I have some goals, like, to maybe have some sort of cheese or something cool in addition to dairy. Um, In the Rodan and Fields world, I'm going to get that uh, Mercedes-Benz. I'm going to make it big time with our Pull (laughs) into the farm with that. Yeah, (laughs) Tom's already, like... He's like, if you get that, can we, like, trade it in for a Ford or something? <laughs> I was like, I'll ask. Give me a Mustang. <laughs> what do you have to do to get that? Um, I have to, like, so kind of. Sell a lot of stuff. Yeah, sell a lot of stuff. I kind of, it's based upon a team volume, so I need more people to join my team. And then once we all together hit a volume, and I have to, like, consistently hit that volume oh, okay. as a team in order for like to earn it and then them to keep making the car payments <laughs> so i don't know if it'll happen it'd be cool if it did but it's a good dream yeah or yeah. good goal i should say how long how long do you see yourself on social media like do you ever have days where you just are like eh, screw it i'm done like i don't want to keep mm. doing this i mean i really like it especially living in a very rural area um where i don't have a lot of like other moms or kids I can get together with like it's nice like to meet people or like feel like you're talking to people so I don't think I'll ever quit I like sharing I like communicating with other people I like seeing how other people do things but I think I also definitely have days where I'm just like I need a break it's too much stop talking to me stop asking me questions um but for the most part I really like it I know you've had, like, a few speaking engagements. Do you want to do more of those? or No, <laughs> they're terrifying. I, like, did a couple, and I just, it's it's cool to be asked, but I'm, like, I like doing them when it's more of a panel-based thing or something mm-hmm. like this. People just ask me questions, and it's a conversation. Yeah. But I had to do one where I, like, had to prepare a presentation. Ooh. No. It's just so awkward, and I talk really fast to begin with, and then you get nervous, and ugh. So nobody asked me to do presentations, <laughs> please. Unless you're going to give her Mercedes. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be the same way. I like, I mean, the pre- preparation would be okay, but then I'd get up there and be like, uh, I'm not a good public speaker. Yeah. I'll be on a panel. I can handle that. That's and panels are my favorite. Like, I love producer panels. Yeah. Do Cranberries have, like, uh, conferences and stuff? Yeah. They, every winter we have... Uh, cranberry school so we work really closely with the university extension program um, and we have a lot of scientists that work with us and that's where we kind of go and like learn what's coming up this following year like all the research that they've done over the following years cool and then we have like grower panels and things like that so that's fun we do that in the winter and then we have one in the summer as well but cool. I got sidelined this year the COVID yeah. that's what Zoom is for yeah do you guys like get drunk at your your things. Um, it's probably a dairy thing. Dairy farmers like to drink. After the fact, it's a two-day thing. The cranberry school is. 
So during, you kind of have to be on your best behavior, then afterwards. Oh, okay. Then afterwards, it's whatever. Celebrate, then it's over. Yes. I feel like, yeah, most dairy conferences are more about networking, <laughs> is what we like to call it, yep. than it is, like, being educational. Maybe that's also just me. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'd be really interested in the subject to, like, want to pay attention to it, even, yeah. like, in school and stuff. If I had no interest in it, I probably don't mm -hmm. want to listen to it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I was terrible at school because of that reason. I just, it's not interesting. I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. Right. If it's not interesting or if I'm not good at it. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. So math. So when you were little, did you know that you wanted to stay on the farm? No. Um, I mean, I always liked it, but I remember in high school wanting to, I think I wanted to like go to like graphic art school. Like I remember wanting to do that or something totally different. I never did. I ended up going to River Falls, and initially, I majored in egg business. And then I found out egg business was a lot of math classes, and I was like, <laughs> oh, "Nope, we gotta change this." So then I was uh, doing egg marketing, which I really did like that. Mm -hmm. That was a lot of cool type classes. But then I did an internship that was kind of salesy with Fort Dodge, and I was like, "I hate this. Like, I just want to be with the cows." So then I switched my major again and was in dairy science and then I was like yep this is cool I like this do you think either one of your kids are going to stick around like do you have expectations of them to kind of yeah I mean I think every parent hopes they'll take over the family business um but I mean as long as they do something that makes them happy and it's not like selling drugs <laughs> I'll be <laughs> I'll be happy for so them so Sage wants to be a stripper <laughs> oh no not that either please don't do that um <laughs> But, I don't know, the way Lane loves tractors already, I'm pretty sure he's going to do something in the egg industry. Who knows, though? People change. And Sage, I, she, I'm still trying to figure her out. She likes the calves, it seems like. She's kind of a goofy girl. She's very, like, particular and likes to put things in order. And she likes to take care of people and, Aww. like, clean so I don't know what she's going to do with her life. She sounds like I'm a care child. Yeah. When you're getting older. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing how that shakes out. Where can we find you um, on all your platforms? Ah, all right. So Facebook is Modern Day Farm Chick. My blog is moderndayfarmchick.com. And Instagram is modfarmchick. I used to be on Twitter, but I don't know. Do you guys tweet? Sometimes. I mean, I have it, but... Twitter's a very negative place. I don't, yeah. I I don't just, go on very often. I, I just can't figure it out. I don't know who's talking to me, and I can't. It's just, yeah. I don't like it. Someone was like, no, you need to get back on Twitter. It's the best, it's the best, best oh, platform. People are so mean on Twitter. Yeah. Egg Twitter's like, it's not great. No. Yeah. And even people that are on Egg Twitter will tell you it's not great, but they do it anyways. <laughs> so I've got one review I can read. Yes. Kind of from the beginning, I, we missed it, but it's from Holly Ann says, bravo, ladies. I was laughing out loud throughout the whole podcast. I'm excited to listen along, even if you two are the wrong brand of cows. <laughs> Hashtag Team Sorry. Holstein. Hey, Team Holstein. Hashtag you're wrong, but okay. Thanks for the <laughs> review. Um, if you guys haven't yet, depending on where you're listening to, leave us a rating and review. We'd really appreciate that. We would. We love reading them every week. We love hearing feedback from you guys. So let us know if you want us to improve on anything, add to any other platforms. We don't know what we're doing, so we're open to the suggestions. <laughs> Hashtag bless this mess. <laughs> if you're not following us on Instagram and Facebook, make sure you do so at Forward Farming Podcast. 
Do you have any last words? I feel like I should make a confession. Yes. Oh, gosh. I know you guys are bush light drinkers. You betcha. We are a Miller High Life household. Wow. So. We really need to work on our bedding yeah, before we, we do. invite people. <laughs> Good thing I didn't pull a bush out of my backpack. And <laughs> I mean, I probably still would have drank it, but... Okay, so let's think of one random question. Ooh. Do you have a just off-the-wall question? Have you ever fallen in the marsh? <laughs> okay, do you want to hear a story? Yes. <laughs> I have a lot of stupid stories. <laughs> I feel like the answer to this one's going to be yes no matter what. <laughs> Full of water or not. Um, I haven't, like, tripped and fallen in the water, like, during harvest. Um, but when I've classic marsh stories is when I was young everything happens when I was young because I was a demon <laughs> I was so that's like, where your dog gets it yeah yeah <laughs> I was like three or four and I've been I have all boy cousins and one of them was two years older than me and he was just like the Chucky Finster of the group so he's just like afraid of everything he hated frogs so one year we had this um, news crew from Chicago want to come up and do a live story during harvest time so like all the kids got our boots on and stuff and we're like out in the berries messing around and they start recording like this live segment and they're asking my dad these questions my uncle is holding my cousin and I was in my dad's arms and like I just kind of like pulled to the side I'm like Jesse there's a frog and I was like and he freaked he like flew out of his dad's arms and like was fell in the water and the camera guy is panicking because he didn't know how deep it was so he's got like this huge expensive camera in his hand he's like gonna go pull him out of the water he falls in the camera goes under oh no and i'm just sitting here laughing hysterically my dad (laughs) my dad's like shut up shut up shut up Um, so they left, and they never came back again. Oh. So I've, I've never fallen in, but I've caused it to happen. Caused it to happen. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So question for Becca. Okay, so you have two toddlers. What's yep. the weirdest thing, like, your toddler's ever done? Oh, man. Right now, Sophia's in, like, a weird-looking face. Like, she'll just <laughs> walk up to you and lick your face and then walk away. <laughs> It's weird. Hopefully not to strangers. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I think it's just to us, and I think she does it because we like laugh when it happens, yeah. even though it's like, okay, don't like me, but that was kind of funny. That's kind of Lane likes to punch me in the boob, <laughs> but I think it's because I laugh every time he does it, so that he just keeps like punching it. There's nothing in there. <laughs> no, they don't really do that many weird things. Have they ever said anything? Well, has Sophia ever said anything super embarrassing when you're in public? No. We, I mean, we try not to, like, swear around him and stuff. I think she swore once, just around me and Joey. He, I don't even remember what we were talking about, but he was like, oh, shit. And then Sophia said shit, and I, like, we laughed, and then we were like, wait, no, it's a bad word. <laughs> <laughs> um, she says what the heck all the time, though, which is really cute when yeah. she says it, like, She'll just see something out of place. She'll be like, what the heck? <laughs> but no, they're pretty uh, They're pretty appropriate, especially in public. They're like the best behaved kids in public, and then they get home and they're little monsters. Mm. But 
That's a good thing. I'll yeah. take that. Let people think your kids are good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like my mom, anytime she has them, my mom and dad are like, those are like the most well-behaved kids. They always listen. And I'm like, whose kids did you actually take care of? Because it wasn't mine. <laughs> so the twins, can you, like, they have their own personalities. For are sure. they just polar opposites at this point, or are they... I think so. Lane is very... I don't know, goofy and likes to say hi to everybody and, like, more outgoing um, and just, like, all boy and destroys things and tractors. And Sage, like I mentioned before, she's very particular. She's also not into saying hi to people. I think she gets that from her dad. I was going to say, like, Lane almost sounds like you and then Sage is Tom. Yeah, she's more like, she gives people the eye, like, "Mm, I don't know. It takes her a while to, like, warm up to people, which Tom is very much the same Mm -hmm. way. Because so. I feel like she looks a lot like Tom, mm-hmm. and Lane looks a lot like you. Yeah. That's cute. Yep. How's Bear been doing this week? How's your child doing? <laughs> Bear got a shock collar Uh-oh. over the weekend. <laughs> He's been behaving a lot more. Well, that's good. I didn't know how to work the remote, and the mailman came to our door, and he started barking, and I was trying to turn it down before he got shocked when I hit the wrong button. Oh, no. <laughs> and it was like at full blast. And oh, poor guy. <laughs> Did he squeal? He dropped to the floor. I started crying. <laughs> oh, no. At least he's got a lot of hair. That probably helped a little bit. I hope so. <laughs> dropped to the floor. His legs just went out. I was like, oh, my God, I broke him. <laughs> he's probably good. only took one, though, and then he, he knew it was coming. He's been so much better with that eye. <laughs> I'm not trying to kill me. <laughs> yeah, so he doesn't, like, jump on me or anything anymore. He's just like, oh, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. I'm sorry. That's good, though. Hopefully he doesn't destroy any more walls in your house. Yeah. They're all covered in Vaseline. <laughs> what? <laughs> Is that a thing? Did you talk about this somewhere and I missed it? Um, so someone told me that for horses, if they ever, like, start biting at their barn or, like, biting other horses, they cover whatever surface in Vaseline and, like, pepper flakes or, like, chili powder. Oh. So I did that to our walls, and now our walls are just... <laughs> Greasy. <laughs> <goop>. <laughs> oh. It's disgusting. I... They're already damaged, so. Yeah. Whatever. Well, is that enough rambling? Any other points you want to drive home? It's fun. I'm glad I got to meet you yeah. guys and do this. Yeah, thanks Thank for, you coming for coming here. Heck yeah. Anytime. Uh, when Becca told me that she was coming to West Salem, I was like, shut up. No, you're not. I can drive there. I was like, I think Annalise can drive here, yes. too. Yes. I was pumped. It's a good mm-hmm. location. Yes. Becca likes our side of the state. Yeah? No. <laughs> no, it is nice. I gotta ask, though. In the... They're not mountains, but, like, in the Bluffs, hills. The Bluffs. coolies, yeah. What is the steam that randomly comes up? The fog? Fog. Just fog. I think so. It's like, it was just in, like, random places, oh. like, coming out. We thought maybe they were making moonshine, no, but... No, it's but probably... The ground was warmer than the air. That's what happens in the swamp. <laughs> it's just, like, in weird places, but mm-hmm. maybe there's, like, a little break in the... or something. No, it is beautiful up here. Yeah, the bluffs. Or I had Tom and I got married in La Crosse, and my friends from Baldwin, they came. It was like I was getting ready for my wedding, and my guy friend calls me. He's like, Annalise, we're having a debate. What do you call <laughs> those, like, mountains around there? Is it a holler? <laughs> no. This is Wisconsin. <laughs> it's not a holler. <laughs> no, we've really? got bluffs by us just because we're on the Mississippi, too, but... This is a lot more. Mm-hmm. It's a lot more scenic yeah. up here. Anyway, well, thank you guys. 
Heck yeah. Yeah, I think we kind of bounced around a lot, but would you expect anything else? Right? Nope. Hopefully you can hear us over the race cars and the announcers. <laughs> I like that it's quiet. No, oh, it's not quiet. Not. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Yep, catch you guys next week. Bye.